The following is a sponsored program on 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM. The views, information, or opinions expressed during this program are solely those of the individuals or participants involved and do not necessarily represent those of Braden Madison Broadcasting or its employees. 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM presents Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program each Sunday morning at 10 AM. Sumner County Spotlight is brought to you exclusively by FNM Bank, 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. FNM Bank offers personal banking, business banking, and mortgage loans too. FNM Bank is one of the top independent banks in Tennessee. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, MMLS number 518158. Here's your host for Sumner County Spotlight. Jeff Shannon. Well, welcome to Summer County Spotlight. Your host, Jeff Shannon, uh, right here. So thanks for joining us. Of course, we appreciate our friends at FNM Bank for sponsoring this spotlight uh, for all your banking needs right here in Hendersonville, actually. So they got a great branch. Drop by and see them. On this show, we're going to get adjusted a little bit <laughs> in probably more ways than one. So I wanted to bring in the experts because there's chiropractic and then there's chiropractic. You know, one of the best in the area is Dr. Sam Stewart with Stewart Chiropractic right here in Hendersonville, right there on New Shackle Island Road. <laughs> <laughs> we have Dr. Sam Stewart here, and then we have Jeremy, Dr. Jeremy Kazoo right here with us. And we're just going to talk all things chiropractic and what it does. I think a lot of people really don't understand, you know, yeah. what this is and what the healing properties. But we'll get into that. But Dr. Sam, let's just kick it off. Let us know about yourself. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, my wife and I, Dr. Claire Stewart, we moved here in Hendersonville about just over 10 years ago. We opened Stewart Chiropractic Center. I mean, about myself, I grew up in Ohio and great family and sports was a big thing in, in my life and really uh, how I became a chiropractor and, and why we love what we do and why we love being here in Hendersonville and taking care of the individuals and families here in Hendersonville and in Sumner County. You know, I started having migraines and, and <coughs> asthma when, when I was in high school. It was affecting really everything I did, sports. It affected my academics. It affected some relationships, my energy levels, you know, my drive, hmm. things like that. And my mom was a nurse and, and we, we tried many different routes trying to figure out why these things were happening. You know, eventually met a really great chiropractor in the gym and he he said well why don't you let's see what's going on and and i knew nothing of it and there was skepticism there was you know definitely nervous you know but it, it was at a point for me where it was let's just let's see if let's see if this works i'm at a point where I'd, i'll try anything it's sure well like. your inhaler was your best friend yeah yeah <laughs> you know and so and, and a lot of it honestly was confusing at the time because i was mm -hmm. 17 i'm like why you know my friends they're not experiencing this but my teammates they're not experiencing this so mm -hmm. you know i guess long story short you know the chiropractor kind of explained to me what the spine does and what the nervous system does and that if there's certain misalignments on the spine it can affect the nerves not just to the muscles or the joints but also your organs cells tissues wow and so um so i started to get adjusted and it didn't happen instantaneously but i would say within a month or two I immediately started noticing that I didn't need to use my inhaler anymore. I wasn't getting migraines anymore. And my body essentially just started functioning much better from the inside out. Wow. Yeah. Just because of alignment things. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, I had a friend one time had a motorcycle accident. And, I mean, he came... I mean, so close to being totally paralyzed, wow. you know, because he, he tumbled and that kind of thing. He, you know, came through it okay. They fused it and everything else. But to this day, he was uh, in law enforcement. Yeah. And... The tip of his finger is the only thing that was numb. 
when he's you know firing sure. you know in the rain. He, he said that was the only thing that he f- had come out of that. Interesting. Luckily, but I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's yeah. Better than uh, the, the worst thing, I guess. Absolutely. So, do you, are you, you played a lot of sports? Yeah, back in high school, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did I had you have a lot of injuries? limitations as yeah. far as going past high school. <laughs> but uh, no, not a lot of in- injuries. Uh, I just love to play. I had four older, four older brothers, one younger brother, and so constantly just playing out in the yard. Baseball and basketball were, were two of my favorite sports. But you know how it is back then that kind of, you know, it's a great way to grow up, but it, it revolved around everything, you know, mm-hmm. all I thought about, all I all I wanted to do. And so, yeah, it's a great way to grow up. Yeah. So now you, you went to the University of Cincinnati. Yes, sir. And then moved to Marietta, Georgia. That's, uh, was that a culture shock doing that? <laughs> you know, in a great way, because it's a great, Cincinnati was a, a you know, good school but when I got down to Georgia just the people the family atmosphere the kindness you know Mm -hmm. and that's ultimately why when my wife and I were graduating chiropractic school we were thinking well where do we want to go we can go anywhere in the world and we we had a two-week break and we grabbed a tent and we camped out in all these different areas we had it mapped out in like the really like northern Georgia Tennessee some Kentucky North Carolina South Carolina just kind of searching for where we felt like God was leading us and Mm -hmm. and, but we had to be in that region for our, our because we were like we love this area too much. Sure. We love the South too much. So, and then then Hendersonville drew you in. That's right. And you couldn't leave. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, and there's something about that because I, I know when we moved here, uh, Kathleen felt because she came before us, but she had uh, indicated that she, she, it just felt like this is home. Yeah. It was welcoming. Yeah. The people are welcoming. Oh, they yeah. were nice. And it just felt like this is where we're supposed to be. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And ultimately, with the 15 some places we visited when we came to this area, that it felt whether it was God's peace or just the kindness of the people, or I'm sure a mixture of everything, it just felt like this is the spot we need to be in for to grow a family and to grow yeah. a business and to to set our roots. So what what year was that when you finally moved? That here? was 2012. Yeah. So you've been here a bit. That's right. Yeah. Ten years. I'm a local now. I think yeah, New Shackles kind of grown. Uh, yeah, no the area has grown. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> and it keeps going on. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's exciting. You know, when you come to a new place and you're trying to figure it out. And Kathleen describes Hendersonville as just a big square. <laughs> so if you can go around the square, anything in, inside that square, you're in Hendersonville, pretty much. You know, yeah. so it's pretty easy to navigate. Right. But you're in a great location. Mm-hmm. You know, down there, you're mm-hmm. close to the hospital. That's right. You're right close to 386. I mean, you know, yeah. you can draw people from all over, I guess. That's right. Yeah. yeah and, and, you know, thankfully, we're able to, we see a lot of people from the Portland area or the White House area or obviously Gallatin, Goodlitzville, um, but some in Southern Kentucky as well. And it's just easy. Yeah. Like you said, location is easy to get to even from places because they're used to coming down to Target. You know, mm-hmm. they're used to coming down to Hendersonville Hospital. And, and so, yeah, we've been grateful and thankful for mm-hmm. that. Well, I have a question. How did you land Claire? <laughs> how did you how did you work that oh, out? I mean, man, you know. I know, I know. Wow. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense, does it? <laughs> no. Say, I, wow, okay. <laughs> no, I know. No, we met we met in chiropractic school and we were friends for man, like eight months or so, just kinda hanging out. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, we always felt like after we were hanging out in groups of friends, I don't know, somehow she, she maybe she got hit in the head or something like that. She wasn't <laughs> thinking clearly, but we just started hanging out more. And then eventually it was like, hey, let's, we should start dating. And thankfully she said yes and, and haven't looked back since. So. There you go. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I guess the next big question I would have to say is how did you find this guy right next to you? Oh, man. 
Yeah, that's a good question too. Yeah, see, no. things are put in your life for for a reason. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'll tell you. Uh, that's right. This is Dr. Jeremy Kazoo right here, and uh, it, that was great when you came. It was like it was meant to be. Absolutely, it seemed like a perfect fit for you guys. Well, and it's it's funny. It really was. Um, I was sitting on my porch in Chattanooga, where I was working at the time, and it was a Friday afternoon, and uh, get a random phone call from a number I didn't know, and it was Doctor <laughs> Sam. He, you know, told me who he was and what was going on and asked if I had a minute to chat. And he and I talked for five or 10 minutes. They were getting ready to head out of town. So he's like, hey, we'll be back on this day. You know, if you're available, we'd love to have you come up, check out the office, interview with us. And, you know, we'll go from there. So it was really, you know, right time, right place. He just reached out and luckily I answered that day. <laughs> yeah, really, because you look, okay, see, again, it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so let us know where you're from and how this thing all got started. Yes, that's a really good question. I'll try to keep it as short as possible. (laughs) Um, My family grew up, or my folks still live, about seven and a half miles outside of downtown Detroit. Grew up there, went to uh, Central Michigan University where I did some undergrad. And then I realized that I could become a doctor a whole lot quicker if I just started chiropractic school faster. So I moved down to Marietta, Georgia uh, at Life University, 2012. So I just missed the Stewarts uh, as they were wrapping up. But I lived in Atlanta for about five years and then I went to work for a friend of mine Um, she had just gotten to the point where she needed an intern in Chattanooga so I worked for her for about three years Um, and then that's when I got that call from Dr. Sam and I've been here in Hendersonville for uh, about three and a half years now well that's that's incredible and I know you're uh, you guys are really involved in the Hendersonville chamber and uh, you know the great thing uh, about that is you're right here in the community Mm-hmm. So it, it, it really just helps to keep that name, you know, out there. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess you guys have become like the premier chiropractic practice, you know, mm-hmm. in the area. So mm-hmm. that's good to know. And we were talking earlier that your Christmas displays are just <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah. And could people just come by and look? Absolutely. Because <laughs> you, yeah. you, you go all out. I mean, it's yeah. pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, thank you. We there There's a lady on our team or she's our creative director her mm-hmm. name's amber and she loves christmas which is a, a big plus but she also has just a knack and a skill for just all things beautiful i guess you know with with decoration and so yeah the, really the last two or three years it's been like how can we make this really fun for for people as they come in because people come in to get adjusted and and some may be in a lot of pain or or you know going through their day and and yes we want to give them the best care possible but we also want them to just enjoy walking in the doors and so so yeah so we're gonna do it big again this christmas too sure well and if i can add to that so one of the big reasons that we had such a big christmas blowout in 2020 Mm -hmm. is that you know covid came around and Mm -hmm. dr sam and dr claire had talked about a lot of people not leaving their houses not leaving the healthcare facilities that stewart chiropractic center was literally the only place that they would ever go so they decided that they wanted to just really just blow it out of the water and just oh, blast all these people. <laughs> <laughs> I remember walking through it and it was like, it was really fascinating. And I guess it wasn't there a um, decorating contest or something that That's the chamber right. was doing. Yeah. Yeah. That was a little extra incentive for, for us to do that. Too. Yeah, absolutely. So that was a great thing. I'm, I'm, can't remember who sponsored that, but that was a great thing and yeah. a great time to do that. Now you have this clinic, you've got it up and running. What what makes your clinic different than others? You know, I, I'm not sure how to compare with, with the other clinics. I, I know there's a lot of great clinics in this area, but one thing that we really strive is to be uh, neurologically based, meaning we know that the nervous system controls every function of your body mm-hmm. and the, the spinal column protects the nervous system and the 
spinal cord. And so we do use top of the line technology in our clinic that allows us to see where nerve interference is. It's called thermography and as well as muscle assessments, as well as heart rate variability, which is um, fairly new within the medical community. Um, but it will, what it will allow us to do is really find and see how the nervous system is functioning, how your body's able to respond to stress mm-hmm. and how the muscular function around the spine is functioning, which in return will allow us to be really specific with the care and um, what we found is just really quick results when we can be as specific as possible. Well, and I think people are amazed at that, especially with the, the greatest technology we've got coming out. I mean, every day they're coming up with new things and it uh-huh. amazes me, but I think most people's impression is just go in and they snap your neck, you know, <laughs> yeah. or, you know, press down, you hear sure. these bones cracking and yes. things like that. Yeah. So it's far more than that. Yeah, and it's come a lot a long way, thankfully, due to people much smarter than myself that have come up with these technologies that will allow us to see where the underlying cause of the problem is, mm-hmm. whether it's through those technologies I mentioned or specific digital x-rays that can show where the structure misalignment could be mm-hmm. will really allow us to pinpoint the cause of the issue, where the rotation of the spine might be, and then it can be very specific and in return even more gentle than it has been, um, I would say, in the past years. Sure. Now, there's one question I have. Researching all the journals and chiropractic journals, mm-hmm. have you implemented the kazoo technique yet? Oh, we need to. Yo, yeah. I heard that is just, that's a game changer right there. <laughs> Tell us about that, Dr. Jeremy. Well, I wish I knew what you were talking about, because <laughs> yeah. I believe that we've been practicing that every day for the last three and a half years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they had to throw that in, yeah, you know. I love it. Hey, we, gosh, we have so much to talk about. I want to just take a real quick break right now. Uh, when we come back, I want to find out, you know, some of the, the, the missions that you have, what the mission that you're on. And I was fascinated by the fact that you can actually just babies mm-hmm. and small children. That's right. So we're going to find out more about that when we return with more of Sumner County Spotlight. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. Okay, welcome back to Summer County Spotlight on the Sunday morning, and we're talking getting adjusted. We're talking chiropractic, and I was just amazed. I wanted to bring the, the guys in here because I was just fascinated to know that it's a lot more than just you know cracking your neck and those kinds of things with technology and uh, techniques and things that you have available. It's just incredible how this these procedures can help heal people. You know, even children. So the first question I guess most people would ask is chiropractic safe for children? Yes, it, yes, it is. And that's a great question and a question we get inside the office as well. And I think chiropractic is built on the fundamental fact that our bodies are designed to function and heal themselves. And what I mean by that is if you were to cut your finger and do nothing to it, two or three days later, you look down and the cut's completely healed because your body's able to heal itself. Mm -hmm. And even if you were to break your arm, you would go to a great medical facility and they would set the bone and then they would put the cast on it, but then your body heals itself because it's in a position to be able to heal Mm -hmm. now. And so the reason why we check babies is, as well as young, really of any age, is if any vertebrae go out of alignment, maybe from the birthing process, or we have three daughters and there's constant falls and scrapes and bumps and Mm -hmm. bruises. And so if if a vertebrae can go out of alignment from any type of incident, if the vertebrae is out of alignment, it can cause pressure on a nerve and it might not cause pain, 
but over time it can cause dysfunction to wherever that nerve goes. Mm-hmm. And well, you know, the first thing while you were talking, it just drove home to me. What about these kids that really don't go out and play like we all used to? Mm-hmm. They're sitting behind the computer. Sure. And they're sitting and they're mm-hmm. sitting and their their posture is terrible. They're mm-hmm. they're angled wrong, they're mm-hmm. laying down. How mm-hmm. does that would I'm sure that would have to affect the spine in some way. Absolutely. Yeah, posture trauma. Or the neck, everybody's on their phones yeah. and they're constantly right. looking down, so yeah. they, you know, Absolutely, yeah. And I think due to that, and we could talk about this for a long time, Mm -hmm. but I think due to that, you know, their shoulder issues are more common due to um, a lot of people in head flexion, like like you're referencing. But those nerves in the lower neck, they also go to like the thyroid. And I don't think it's coincidence that their thyroid issues are more common now than ever. And it can cause uh, a lot of strain, headaches, migraines, things like that as well, just because your head is in constant forward flexion. Oh, interesting. Because yeah. it was interesting because if you walk around and go to restaurants or anything, people are sitting there and their head is just, they're, they're in their phones. Right. As they get older, they're going to walk around like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it can't be yeah. good, you know. Uh, you're right. Even though I find myself when I'm looking down, I you know, you try to hold you're it right. up and things like that. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. chiropractic safe for children. Of course, it's I guess it would be safe for anybody, but what would bring a child in yeah. for chiropractic care. You know, and we see a number, you know, sometimes it can be a child comes in and the, the mom or dad is just wants to make sure that mm-hmm. everything's in alignment. That, mm-hmm. that might be one of the more common things that we see. And then, um, but we see a lot of kids, whether it be like allergies, bedwetting, digestive type symptoms, wow. whether it be reflux, constipation, mm-hmm. and then not as much musculoskeletal symptoms at that age, because normally that happens longer the longer the misalignment has been there. Mm-hmm. But even unfortunately, you know, kids with neck pain, headaches, back pain. And adjusting a, a child or a, a baby is very different than adjusting an adult as far as the force and, and how we apply the force. Sure. But it's more like checking the ripeness of like a avocado or a tomato, just very gentle. Mm-hmm. Um, and so even with my our youngest right now, who's five, still you can use very sustained, gentle pressure mm-hmm. to be able to move the vertebrae in the proper alignment. Now, Dr. Jeremy, I, you told a story uh, a couple of months ago at Leeds that this is what prompted me for this. I was just amazed. Do you remember that story about, I guess, that you had a child that came in and had, I guess, the asthma mm-hmm. issues and having problems like that and how the treatment really helped that child? Um, I don't remember the specific story, but to answer your question, you know, how does that even start? And it's more often than not, it's a birth process. So whether it's a natural birth, a C-section, you know, emergency operation, more often than not, the head and neck is what comes out first. And that's just the current best and safest way that doctors can pull that baby out to keep mom and baby healthy. Mm -hmm. But what we found is that those doctors will use anywhere from 40 to 80 pounds of pressure to pull that little baby's head and neck out. And so that can cause not only straightening of the neck, but misalignments of the spine and the vertebra and so with that like dr stewart said we see children literally every single day so if i recall correctly we had a baby that was just not sleeping very well they would sleep Mm -hmm. for two hours at a time and you know as you know sleep is one of the most important things for for any person so we've got to get the baby sleeping so that they can continue to heal and function the way that they're supposed to but at an early age like that when the doctors are wanting to put the baby on inhalers and medicine to you know stimulate some of that lung function and movement again there's got to be a, a cause behind it and why they're not breathing the way that they should and and that's what we really strive to do is to find that underlying issue now the thing with allergies that that's what fascinated me you have these children and you're in middle tennessee you're in the forest there are going to be some allergies <laughs> mm-hmm. and i was surprised to learn that this this kind of care 
can help children or help people with allergies. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and so off of that, that's part of my testimonial. So grew up in Detroit, like I said, I had seasonal allergies anytime the temperature would change five to 10 degrees, which in Michigan is like every day, similar mm-hmm. to Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. um, and so I would be on the couch, just miserable, Kleenex shoved up my nose. Um, and similar to Dr. Stewart, I started getting adjusted. Uh, mine was due to back pain, but after being under care for two to three months, all of a sudden I stopped having seasonal allergies and mom's like well what are you doing like we're not using you know Claritin as much I was like well I don't know it's it's just not happening and now I'm to the point where I really don't have any allergy problems and even if I do I know typically I'm out of alignment so I see Dr. Sam Dr. Brittany Dr. Claire and if I wake up sinusy and sniffly they get me straightened out and, and I'm back to normal that is amazing. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm fascinated by that. <laughs> you know, and, and, and the the simplicity of it is the vertebrae in the upper neck, like if they do go out of alignment, they can cause pressure on the nerves going to the sinus or where the cranial nerves are. Okay. So, and that's what, and like Dr. Jeremy just stated, if even if he were to come in or someone comes in and they have allergy issues, the first thing that we would do is do the technology and see if there's nerve interference in that area. And if there is, that's that very likely could be the cause mm-hmm. of what the sinus issues are because that cannot allow proper nerve function to the sinus, which can affect proper stimulation of the sinus or drainage of the sinus. So that's when congestion occurs and then infection occurs because there's mucus congestion in the sinus cavity. And so um, even though we're able to see a lot of people with the conditions that, that Dr. Jeremy and, and yourself has, has chatted about, really that all we do is just make sure that there's proper structural alignment, which will allow proper nerve function. And that's the beauty of just the human body and how it was designed. Sure. So yeah. not everybody is adjusted in the same way. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's adjusted in a completely different way. Okay. Um, and but that's all really we do is just specify and and being as good as we possibly can with adjustments and seeing which area is out of alignment and needs to be adjusted. So I guess that's when they come in for the initial consultation. You go, okay, where are you having problems? Mm-hmm. So if you say allergies, well, okay, you're going to focus a different way. If mm-hmm. somebody says, you know, I'm having lower back pain or something mm-hmm. of that nature that's mm-hmm. causing migraines and all of yeah. this, then you would be a different way. So, and then is there like a scanner you put them under that scans the whole body to find out what's going on? What, what do you yeah, have? Yeah, so great question. So, so the thermography that I mentioned earlier, that is testing where nerve interference is along the spine. And so very simply, if a vertebrae goes out of alignment and compresses a nerve, the body sends off heat where the compression is of that nerve. Oh. So this is thermography, meaning it's testing heat differential from one side of the vertebrae to the other. So it's showing if there is heat differential from one side of the vertebrae to the other, which will show that there is nerve compression in that area. Mm-hmm. And so what we've seen a lot of times too is that people might come in with back pain, but because the body's all connected, they might actually have a neck misalignment causing compensatory or like compensation of back pain. So So what if somebody had recently had back surgery? I mean, maybe not recently, but if they had back surgery, is this a thing that can can help them out as well? It it absolutely is, and and that's a really good question. So with that, more often than not, when people have some sort of spinal surgery, um, because they have 24 freely movable bones, now all of a sudden we fuse one, two, three, four of them, the bones above and below are gonna have to work harder. So what we're seeing now is that those areas above and below the surgical hardware are actually starting to wear out fatigue, get degeneration, arthritis, and 
generally that leads to future surgeries. So what we strive to do is just make sure that the areas above and below that surgical hardware is just working the way that it's supposed to, just to try to prevent that from happening sooner rather than later. Yeah. And I've heard the techniques, I guess, when they're fusing, they use cadaver bones, I guess, uh, material. Mm -hmm. I don't know what they call it. Yeah. uh, Versus using titanium or something like that. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, they they do use um, several. Yes, they can do cadaver, titanium, but there's several different materials that can cause or that they use to use surgical fusion. But but yeah, like Dr. Jeremy Kazoo said, is we just really focus on the areas above and below mm-hmm. because those areas are working harder now because of because of the fusion and just making sure that we can keep the body in the best alignment. And obviously adjusting someone with, with effusion is where you need to be very gentle and specific on those areas, mm-hmm. um, just like anybody. So why would, I'm just sitting here, why would a spine get out of alignment? I mean, you know, if you're rough on yourself and you're jumping off buildings, I mean, it's probably so, but. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's a really good question. So things like traumas, thoughts, toxins, and stress can all cause those subluxations or misalignments, but it goes back to what we were talking about before is it could all start at the birth process. Dr. Sam and myself grew up with siblings, and I know that my siblings and myself were just incredibly rough and you know, rough housing all the time. That can cause those misalignments. Um, in my lifetime, I've been in a handful of car accidents. Car accidents as low as three to five miles an hour can produce whiplash or structural yeah, changes. Yeah. So without really following somebody around for their whole life we can't really pinpoint exactly where this started or what caused it Mm -hmm. but again as you had mentioned it could even be just children sitting on the couch for hours and hours at a time looking down at their phone so really just being a human and living your life you need help keeping your spine moving and functioning properly because we only have one of them you know and it's not like we can replace the whole spine like we can with getting a set of dentures so we've got to keep what we have working properly sure well I know especially in the lower back Mm -hmm. and and you'll get those muscle spasms back there Mm -hmm. and once that thing locks up i mean it's it's rough and that yeah. it's amazing how just that lower back controls so much of the body absolutely so and i guess you would determine if somebody's like oh man i got lower back pain yeah. it's tight it's locked up mm-hmm. you can look at that and say okay well here's why yeah yeah and through the assessment technology we're, we're able to do that but then x-rays as well can give us a really obviously a picture of what the spine currently looks like and the body is so intelligent obviously that there's compensation all the time where if, if you were to have low back pain or if that low back pain were to start, start seizing up one hamstring on the side might get tight just to compensate from the pain that mm-hmm. you're having in your low back and you don't have to think about that because it's just your body adapting and compensating to it and so that's where through a analysis it's it's just always an interesting thing because we're not cookie cutter material you mm-hmm. know we're all beautifully designed and we're constantly regenerating renewing like cells within our body and so just making sure that we get a good assessment to see how the overall body's functioning is super interesting to us but maybe maybe we're, <laughs> maybe we're nerds i don't know but, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess with the with the use of technology has made things so much better. Oh yeah, I mean we got to utilize that technology, but that mm-hmm. uh, technology is probably not cheap either. Right. <laughs> you know, it's just yeah. got those things. What about compression? I mean, I've seen a lot about that where they, I guess they stretch you out. Yeah. Does that do anything? So um, we don't currently do it in our office, but there is. Um, I know there's specific doctors that they're trained in it. They have specific tables, decompression units. So yeah, it really does help with the discs. Really our philosophy is to make sure that if there is compression, um, why is it compressed? And a lot of times it could be due to a misalignment that's been there for a very long time, Mm -hmm. where it's been there so long where it's worn down on the disc, causing a lot of pressure on the nerve. 
Mm-hmm. And so to answer your question, it, do, it does work. It's not something we specify in, um, but essentially the whole design is to get compression off the disc that's causing the, the, the source of the pain mm-hmm. so that you can not be in significant pain from the disc. Well, I mean, all this is just, I mean, it's amazing to me. I, I had no idea that it healed the things that people have like that. Mm-hmm. But having a great mission for your office mm-hmm. is got to be the key right there is, mm-hmm. you know, your main goal is to free people of pain, obviously, but. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's really, we, we, we talk about our mission weekly at the at the very least and we really strive to to educate empower and enlighten and, and i think that's why you know we have personal testimonies that we already shared but if everybody could kind of know just that their body was designed to function at 100 percent, and if it's not currently there's something causing it and so is the cause nerve interference it could be is the cause something else obviously it could be you mm-hmm. know there could be different causes sure. but but we we just love that fact of like if people can come in and like you mentioned, low back pain, and if it's affecting how you're playing with your kids, if it's affecting how you enjoy your hobbies on the weekend, that's a really big deal, not just for you, but sure. your, the, the people around you. Wow. Well, a lot of information, a lot of great information, and uh, we've been talking with Dr. Sam Stewart and Dr. Jeremy Kazoo and uh, with Stewart Chiropractic here in Hendersonville. Guys, I appreciate you coming in. This is a great topic, and I think uh, people need to learn more. And how would they get a hold of you? So, I mean, the best way would go to our website. Uh, it's uh, gostewarthealth.com. Okay. Um, we've got a really great um, Facebook page, Stewart Chiropractic Center, or Go Stewart Health on Instagram. Those would all be great social ways. Great. Um, or just call the call the office. Yeah, oh, that's great. So we are celebrating our 10 year anniversary at the practice and um, really just celebrating the, the 10 years we've had in the community. Um, and we just feel so grateful and thankful for the time that we've had here. And yeah. and we know it's just a blip in, in what's to come. But So that's a ribbon cutting Wednesday uh, the 20th at 1.30 at Stewart Chiropractic Center. Okay. Kathleen and the chamber is going to be out there with their the ribbon and bows and the, yes, the huge scissors. It's amazing <laughs> how sharp those things are, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's going to be great to invite everybody to come out and you know have a huge picture out front. Yes. It'll be all over social media. So come by and support uh, Stewart Chiropractic. So guys, uh, well, that sounds like good news to me and hope everybody will show up. Sounds great. Yeah, we'd love to have everybody. All right, that's going to wrap up this segment of Sumner County Spotlight. We'll be back with more right after this. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. All right, welcome back to Sumner County Spotlight. I am your host, Jeff Shannon. We have a new guest in the studio. I want to introduce to you Dr. James Allred, MD. Got to have that MD on there. Uh, He's the owner of Sumner County's newest dermatology practice, and it's called WellSkin Dermatology and Aesthetics. Now, he's a father of five. When did you find time to do all that? Uh, (laughs) uh, He and his wife, Susanna, well, they've spent about seven years living in Bowling Green, and then they saw the light and they had to head south because this, I'm telling you folks, Sumner County is where it's at. Things are happening. They sensed that and they came down here. Now, uh, professionally, uh, he's published in, in leading dermatology journals and awarded 
lecturer. So you, you actually are a speaker. Yes. And wow, that's that's pretty great. And he even, listen to this, leads a one-of-a-kind continuing medical education hike. And you and our general manager, uh, Randy Campbell, need to get together because they love hiking. And I don't know about the, the Colorado Rockies. That's yeah. that. you got to be first class to do that, I guess. And they do that every summer. Do you that's wear right. sunscreen? All the time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, he holds multiple medical uh, device patents, and he's passionate about improving patient care through the innovation. And there's a lot of great innovation coming out. There's uh, the technology and everything is just amazing. Uh, outside of work, he's, he's been a volunteer firefighter. Yep. Wow. Sure. Good for you. And he's active in his church. He has three huge monstrosity dogs that are oversized. And we'll find out what those are here in a minute because yep. everybody loves the fur babies because those are fur monsters. So. That's right. <laughs> and, you know, they're excited to be here and uh, re- relocating that whole crew right here to Sumner County. So, Dr. James Allred, thanks for coming in, man. No, thank you. Thank you very much. This is a great time of year to be here, so I appreciate the time. That's Yeah, it's a great time that we're getting this great weather like here, and uh, you got those uh, three uh, mammoth creatures you have to take care of, and you have to shave them down during the summer? Yes, yeah. So we, <laughs> what we, are they? Yeah, we, so we've got a Newfoundland, um, and he's Gus. He's about a year, and so he's about wow. 150 right now, pounds. <laughs> uh, St. Bernard, and then a Golden Retriever that is also enormous, so uh, the Allred house is just a pandemonium. So you, yeah, did you have to take a second mortgage to buy the food? <laughs> yes. Yeah, especially right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow, I, I could not imagine. Do you have a big yard? We do. We have a couple of acres. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, because that... That yard would fill up real quick with those <laughs> those guys. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So what attracted you to the to the big dogs? You know, it was number one, my wife. I mean, she had Newfoundlands growing up. Okay. And so, and then with our kids, I mean, they're just, just you know, amateur wrestlers. And so we needed something with substance so that uh, uh, they had something to play with. I'm quite the opposite. I'll bring my Yorkies over. Yeah. They'll have that, oh, little snack. There you go. <laughs> Gone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's amazing how big those, those guys get. Yeah. It's just so quick. Yeah. You know, one minute. He's on my lap, and the next thing he's still on my lap. But, you know, just consuming like you know everything. So. And you need a need one of these uh, celebrity show buses to haul him around. That's exactly right. That That's exactly space. right. Yeah. <laughs> what made you decide here? I know we talked a little sure. bit about it, but what made you dis- decide on Sumner County? So really, it was I would think kind of the perfect combination of proximity to Nashville mm-hmm. uh, and all the you know the great things that you can do there. But then also the fact that you have kind of space and freedom. You have the lake, you have the country. But I think also the people too, really, really, really good, good people. When I was practicing in, in, in Bowling Green, we had a lot of patients come up from Portland. You get a sense of what your life would be be like. And that's one of the reasons, you know, I, I grew up in Utah originally, but being in the South is something that resonates with me because chivalry is not dead. M- manners matter. Yeah. And uh, and the fact that you can strap a, a conversation with somebody in a, in a parking lot at grocery grocery store is just it doesn't exist in other parts of the country that sure. people haven't lived well it, it's interesting you say that because we talked to um susan supersinski with the children are people yes on the on, on the earlier part of the show and they really work on manners yes teaching these kids because a lot of them they don't get that training yeah that's right and the fact that they institute that that kind of training in their tutoring and mm-hmm. and in the environment so they respect people you say the right things please and thank you and may i and knock on the doors and things like that and you know i think you you kind of had a, a, a passion mm-hmm. for that as well yeah you know i actually was a sixth grade math and science teacher before i went to medical school so oh, so, so i, I mean, thought i did a lot of things <laughs> this is great yeah and so you, you those 
uh, sometimes those are called soft skills. Those are the foundation of, of habits and behaviors that translate mm-hmm. into success later on. And so I know personally when I was when I was very young, I, I had, and this is back you know, in the 80s where I don't think the diagnosis was quite as good as it is now, mm-hmm. but had a really hard time in school. Couldn't read. There was this thought that, you know, he's just, he's just not, he's not bright enough or, or whatever the stigma was, but had an incredible second grade teacher named Mrs. Hendricks. And she recognized at least whatever potential could potentially be there and set me up with tutoring. And what it did for me was not only give me the instruction that I needed, but also the confidence. And that's one thing when I taught was a priority was not only teaching the skills, but also with children helping to impart the fact that there's immense value and and that they they should have confidence in themselves. And so when I graduated from my undergraduate at the University of Colorado at the top of my class, my mom uh, sent out a, a letter to Mrs. Hendricks because because of that. Same thing when I got to medical school. She sent a letter to Mrs. Hendricks because of the impact that yeah. that, that she had. And, and that's a great story. It, it's, it so ties in with what children or people are doing and the impact that teachers have on these right. young people's life when they're being molded that's right. on a very early age. And the great thing that you just said, and, and you're living proof of this, is if, if kids are going through through this kind of situation, they're having a hard time struggling in school, and they they think they can never do anything. Right. Well, look at you. You went through it, became a teacher, became a doctor, and that's an incredible story. Well, you know, I feel that I, I was made differently, and you know, I, and, and and I feel very blessed, you know, yeah. uh, for that, and I feel incredibly blessed for you know for my family and for Mrs. Hendricks. And if I hadn't you know hit that just right, you know, what what would have what would have happened? And so the fact that we have in this community uh, a group of people who are dedicated to maximizing the potential in in kiddos that maybe in, a, in, in another generation would have been put to the side, and so I think it's really important for us to be aware of that and to. Yeah. To, to uh, commend those people who are willing to dedicate their uh, right. their, their talents to that, and, and never say you can't. That's right. Yeah, you got to move forward, and just because you fail at something doesn't mean you're Res- done. Res- just keep going. Resiliency is if you look at when, when somebody is successful, like intelligence helps, but resiliency is an absolute fundamental thing that you have to yeah. do oh, and, and to persevere. So as you progress through your your time, what made you pick dermatology? You know, that's, that's an interesting thing. So when you when you go to medical school, the first two years is just education. You're learning and you're learning about all these mysteries. And so the first two years, book learning. And in your third year, they unleash us on the unwilling, uh, you know, or unwitting public. And and I began to realize that a lot of the, the mysteries that I was hoping to see weren't there. And so I was like, oh my gosh, that make a huge mistake, you know. And I wasn't sure what you know what to do. And uh, you could have been a proctologist, exactly. You know, I, 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 did, a ro- I, I did a rotation. And um, uh, so my third year of medical school, at the end, my wife was having our second kiddo and so I needed to do something that was I mean, at least I wasn't in the hospital you're having I'd, kids while you're in school yes yeah, so we had our first one the first year of medical school so you, you had to figure out what causes that right well I, I hadn't had that lecture yet when we, when we got started and uh, and so I needed something that was just a little bit I had more flexibility and then I actually found in dermatology that it did have that balance of mysteries but it also had, you know, procedures, surgeries, but then also continuity of care. Like I actually liked 
getting to know people and seeing them over time. And that's been one of the the most fun parts of my practice is getting to know people and their families, you know, through through over time. And so I feel very blessed to to have been a dermatologist. Absolutely. People in in your type of business, I mean, Mm -hmm. you have to like people, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because you're there to help them. That's exactly right. In a lot of cases, and and they come in with things and they have no idea they might have a lesion or something Mm -hmm. that needs to be taken care of. That's right. That's where you come in. That's, That's where we come in. The other specialty, interesting enough, that I was considering besides dermatology was psychiatry. And I think I've always kind of kind of resonated with the way that disease affects somebody on a, an emotional level. Totally. And yeah. especially in dermatology, how even if it's just something as simple like acne, the emotional impact that can have, on, especially on a child or sure. like a psoriasis or, or something else. And so much of the disease that I see, especially with the pandemic and the stress that people have been under, yeah. the cause and the treatment has to cons- can, you know address that emotional component yeah. to it. And I think these kids, and again, on the show, I've said many times, the, the anxiety and the mental health problems that these kids, I'm, yeah. I'm talking elementary, middle high, it's not just high schoolers anymore. I mean, they're young that they're going through here and self-esteem issues, especially when they get getting close to puberty. You know that the girls with the acne and, you know, one little thing can can just send them into a spiral. And, you know, having somebody that can understand and can help them um, not just throw drugs at them. That's exactly right. Yeah. And, And that's one of the some of the greatest joys that I've had is having somebody who comes in and. And oftentimes they'll present just the, the way that they hold themselves or their the clothing that they, you know, a hoodie that they're covering themselves is sort of the physical manifestation of what their actual emotional state is, right? Sure. You know, they're, they're, they're embarrassed. They don't want to be seen. And, you know, and usually in a pretty rapid fashion, you can get people better. And I remember I had this one patient who had severe eczema, atopic dermatitis, mm-hmm, you know, it mm-hmm. scratched herself, you know, you know, everywhere. And she was just, not only was she miserable, not only like the symptoms were yeah. of just insatiable itch, you know that was that was awful, but it was just the the scars and the the you know just the concern her, of her outward appearance to other people that yeah. she came in just like that covered up. And then there's a great medication called dupilumab that that came out a few few years ago. It's very safe, very effective. And she'd been on it for a couple months, and she came in, and I saw her name like in the chart, and then I didn't even recognize the person sitting in front of me. You know, she had a tank top on, she had dyed her hair, you know, pink and blue, and oh. everything. I mean, she, it was just it was literally wow. like. You know this metaphoric butterfly. You know she did. She was you know like a caterpillar yes. when I first met her. Met her, and then coming out, and you're like, God, thank you for putting me in this position where oh, I, yeah. where I ha- I can have this. How good that must have felt. It's awesome. I mean, you've changed somebody's life, really. Right. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, I was an instrument in that in, in that in that process, and uh, because you know, like anybody's job, there's there's good parts and there's bad parts and there's stress, but not everybody has that privilege that that I do to to actually be part of part of that transformation. Well, I have to ask. I'm in radio for a reason. So I have a face for radio. If I come in, can I get a face for TV? Can you give me a yes. We got you, buddy. We got you taken care of. We have tricks. Yeah, we have tricks. Yeah. But, you know, years ago, I worked with a couple of uh, uh, facial plastic surgeons down in, in yeah. Central Florida doing the photography for them. And it was amazing the transformation that some of these people had just, you know, with skincare and, of course, mm-hmm. some going overboard on surgery sometimes sure. with the yeah. you know reconfiguration and everything else but 
it, the skin is so resilient and things can be done and, and the skin can heal. And right. there's great things that you can do. And that's why they come to you. So you yeah. can help them with that. That's right. You know, it's, it's interesting. I was just having this conversation with a, with a patient yesterday where we removed a skin cancer and how, you know, I have special techniques that I, that, that I can use, but really I'm just putting the body in the position to heal itself, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to create that right environment to do what the body is able able to do. Yeah. And so, and that, that's kind of what, what, our, what our philosophy is, really in kind of our, our medical, but also our aesthetics component, which is just using the best techniques possible in products to get pe- people back to kind of restorative and not this over-the-top thing that, right. that you've probably seen before as yeah. well. Well, and you got to take care of the skin as well. I mean, mm-hmm. Kathleen yells at me all the time. You you have to wash your face. I, well, I'm a guy. I just throw it in the water, <laughs> the shower the on one. it. Yeah, I'm, that's right. You know, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But you know, yeah, you got to take care of what you got. Yep. And when you get to a point where you can't take care of it anymore, that's why they come to see you, and you can help them mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. So that's right. Uh, there's there's tons of things we have to cover still. I mean, this is this is so important. On the other side, we're going to talk about May being Skin Cancer Awareness Month. So we got a lot to talk about with that. And we'll be right back as we are continuing our conversation with Dr. James Allred with Sumner County's newest dermatology practice. Well, skin, dermatology and aesthetics. I knew you were going to say that. So, <laughs> hey, we'll be right back with more of Sumner County Spotlight. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. Welcome back to Summer County Spotlight on this uh, Sunday morning, sponsored by our friends at FNM Bank. We appreciate them so very much. Uh, we're talking with Dr. James Allred, a dermatologist here in Sumner County, just opening his brand new business. Do you have a website? We do, wellskinmd.com. Nice and easy, okay. On Facebook, social media, all that uh, all good the, stuff. All, yeah. yeah. Well, we talked on the other side that you know May uh, coming up here is uh, Skin Cancer Awareness Month. Do you, do you know any history of how, where, when and where that came about? Well, there's actually probably multiple groups that participate in this, like the American Academy of uh, of Dermatology, for instance. And okay. there was just this recognition that as people come out of the winter time it's nice outside that most people get severe sunburns in may or in june or in july and so this is just our opportunity to remind people that it's really those severe blistering sunburns that actually create the intense dna damage that can progress to skin cancers and so it's just our opportunity to remind people wear sunscreen cover up be conscientious sure well and that's and i told you before before, I told you my story growing up in Miami mm-hmm. Beach yeah. as a, a young child. And of course, they didn't have sunscreen yeah. right back in the older days. Uh, so we used uh, oil. Yep. And that's what you put on. I mean, I, I don't think I did, but the kids go out and play, and you play and play on the beach, and next thing yeah. you know, you come home, and I have these silver dollar-sized blisters all right. over my shoulders. And of course, that was the, the cool thing, is you went and see how much skin you can peel sheets off, get full sheets of skin as you pull them off. And it was like, dermatologists are going, no, I don't yeah. want to hear that. But I mean, that's that, you know that's what it was. But at, at this time, and that's why I think uh, kids growing up, maybe not even thinking about that, that's why they you got to have an exam and have this stuff checked because you can't see back there. That's right. That's right. And you don't know what's going on. Right. And, and, and life happens. You know, it's actually interesting. I went to a, to a Cubs game a couple of weeks ago and burned myself even as a, as a dermatologist because, you know, like I was trying to cover up and 
and do all the things, yeah. but but you forget. And so it really does take this conscious effort just to, hey, this is this is something that's 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 really important yeah. to do. So and, and and speaking of taking care of it, sunscreen obviously is yeah. the uh, is the key here. Yeah. Now, I think some people are are misinformed when it comes yeah. to sunscreen. Yeah. So what's the hard fast rule there with sunscreen? Yeah, the, 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 hard, the hard fast rule of this is you're you're just trying to protect yourself you know it's a it's a shield and the sun can be very dangerous so it's you know yeah it can lead to skin cancer but it can also create that photo aging you know that aged appearance that people don't want to have happen mm-hmm. and so kind of the hard and fast thing when, when i think about this which is using spf i say at least 50 or higher and then reapply at least every two hours especially if you're on the lake that stuff is going to degrade or, or wash off they used to say every 45 minutes yeah people yes. don't do that but yeah and i try i I try to be as reasonable as possible. I, I'm not the type of dermatologist that says that you need to live in a cave and you can never go out in the sun. Because as we talked about you know, previously, I, I have a real intense interest in emotional health as well. So it's important to go outside and exercise. It's important mm-hmm. to be outside and being in nature. And this get is those just, vitamins. Get those vitamins. <laughs> and just, just, and just, just, the, just the, the experience of being warm and outside and just what that does to your, to your, to your emotional health. Mm-hmm. So I never want to scare people into having having that experience but at the same time you can still have that experience but then mitigate some of those other risks and so high high strength SPF and th- there are a couple of misconceptions one is that it doesn't really matter uh, if it's over 30 and that's not really true there have mm-hmm. been some studies that have indicated that but the way that a person puts sunscreen on in the real world versus the lab like if it's in the lab like it's like measured perfectly and every square inch has just the right amount the way that an average person does is they take a drop and they cover their entire body and so that's why I like high SPF right so if you're not doing it perfectly you have a better chance of having you know some protection there and again obviously that that reapplication you gotta have some uh, funny sunburn lines (laughs) that's exactly exactly right there's actually interesting there's there's another kind of myth or controversy that uh, sunscreen can contain ingredients that can cause cancer. And that is very, very, very controversial and mm-hmm. I, I would say unfounded mm-hmm. in comparison to the absolute fact that skin cancer is caused by sun damage, that the, that, that the lack of sunscreen usage definitively leads to skin cancers. Unfortunately, I've had many patients who have passed away who would otherwise be here today if, if they had had that opportunity to, to protect themselves. Yeah, yeah. So what kind of cancer should people be aware of? Yeah, so when somebody hears skin cancer, the first thing they think of is a melanoma. Yeah. And a melanoma is typically a dark spot, you know, a brown spot, a mole that changes over time. And there are certain signs that you look for, and we call it the ABCDEs of melanoma. And so that's, you know, mole that's asymmetric. Uh, and that's the A. B is a border. So it has Mm. irregular contours C is for color you know different colors not just your browns and your blacks but maybe whites or blues or reds you know something that you don't expect to see the D is for diameter and that's for a mole that's maybe over uh, a quarter of an inch in Mm. size and then E is maybe the most important which is called an evolving or a changing mole I sometimes throw a U onto it which means which stands for ugly duckling which is just like if a mole just like looks different than everything else like crusty maybe yeah crusty or just it's bigger or it's like but yeah. sometimes we'll have, people will have like you know freckles that all look similar, but then yeah. just this one spot, like man, that thing, <laughs> that, that thing just doesn't look like right. the rest, you know. Uh, and like it's like the ugly duckling. And so let 
let's take a look at it and, and we can we can make things safe. And so yeah. that's the melanomas. And then the more common actually skin cancers are our non-melanoma skin cancers, which are typically your basal cell carcinomas okay. and squamous cell carcinomas. I had one of those cut out and it was amazing. It was a little yeah. thing. Yes. But they had like a two inch scar. I mean, incision. That's right. You have to get yeah. all those little legs. You gotta yeah, catch them all. You that's know? exactly right. So you, you make sure you have to get the roots out. And then when you close a circular scar, mm-hmm. you end up actually extending the incision. Otherwise, you'll get a pleat, uh, you know, kind of these, these ridges that will come up. And so oh, yeah. you remove those ahead of time. Okay. And so even though it's longer, the cosmetic result yeah. is actually better when, when doing that. And that's all just right there in the office when you do those kind of you know, Super surgeries. simple. Like no operating room, no anesthesia. Yeah. We have special tricks that we can use to, to reduce the, the discomfort. And that's actually a really good point because there are other misconceptions with skin cancers that either it's not a big deal. Oh, I didn't realize that skin cancers could be harmful. And they can potentially. Mm-hmm. But the other part of this is that some people get so afraid that they think they have a skin cancer that they don't go in because they're worried about what that experience is going to be like. Mm-hmm. And I just really want to emphasize is that, that the vast, vast majority of the, the things that we see are readily treatable. Even if it is something that is advanced, the technology and therapeutics that exist, let's say for an advanced melanoma, we're just saving people. And that the way that we practice now compared to 10 years ago, yeah. it's just unbelievable. Now, age doesn't really come into as a factor, does it? I mean, you can get uh, skin cancer as a young that's as correct. well as being old. Yeah, so just I, because you're old doesn't mean that's you know, going to happen. Yeah, I, I think my, my youngest, you know, from what I think is, you know, from sun damage mm-hmm. is 18 years old. So uh-huh. it's, it's, it's atypical. It's, it's, sure. it's, it's, not, it's not common. Right. But we're seeing this younger and younger cohorts of patients. And it's really related to those severe sunburns. Okay, so light skin versus dark skin, mm-hmm. uh, a difference in yes, as far as absolutely. cases? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so if you're more fair complected, the melanin that you that your skin produces, which is this natural mm-hmm. barrier for ultraviolet light, mm-hmm. does not have the same capacity to absorb ultraviolet light. Okay. So the more fair complected you are, the more important it is to, to, to stay safe with the sun. Now, is there certain vitamins one should take? To, to help supplement you know skin health well I think vitamin D is probably going to be the most important because that's a really good that's a really good uh, and important yeah. thing to emphasize because when you're being con- conscientious with the sun well the sun produce, helps produce vitamin D in your body mm-hmm. so uh, it, you can develop vitamin D deficiency and that can have severe impacts not only say for future osteoporosis but in the present time for immune health for instance okay so and during the pandemic, yeah. And let folks in house a lot of time, not in the sun quite a bit yeah. as they were. Yeah. So your vitamin D deficiency would probably be, uh, be, be showing up. Yeah, it would go up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. And so I'm on that. Good. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, if it can just only get rid of these wrinkles, I'd, I'll be happy with that. The, the misconceptions uh, on some of these cancers, they say, well, you know, I'm dark skinned. I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I sunburn all the time. It's not really an issue. Uh, not the case. Not the case. There's there's that other misconception, which is I need to get that base burn or that base tan <laughs> to, to like do that. And it's, it's just... You, there's a better way of getting that 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 protection because you're essentially surrendering your your own DNA and you're sacrificing it. And that event of getting that base tan or that base burn mm-hmm. may be the thing that actually manifests in the future as a skin cancer. So don't um, get a bottle of olive oil, pour right. all over your body, go out and lay on the boat out there in Old Hickory and just fry yourself. 
<laughs> to a crisp. That's right. Not not good. Yeah, not good. <laughs> but that's what they used to do. I mean, that's a crazy. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, my Crisco, gosh, all this stuff, like, iodine. Yep. Wow, that's that. That is the thing. So if somebody is kind of scared about getting discovered. How is this going to do? So walk us through typical exam if they yeah, can. Yeah, absolutely. And, that, and, that's, yeah. and that's, that's really important. The most important thing that I try to communicate is that I operate at the level of comfort for, for patients because a lot of people are maybe embarrassed about taking their clothing off. Mm-hmm. So I emphasize like, although it'll help me to be as thorough as possible, but I also want you to be, you know, mm-hmm. comfortable as well. And then we, you know, kind of start from the top, you know, the head, kind of work yeah. work our ways down, even look between people's toes. And it's amazing where you'll find these things. You would mm-hmm. think, I don't even get sun underneath here, but there's one of those. That's right. That's crazy. That's why yeah. you have to have a full body exam. That's why you have to have a full body yeah. exam because there's places that you just you just can't see. And it's just it's just a way of us making sure that people are are, are healthy. Mm-hmm. And if we have to do, you know, a, a biopsy, we do it right then and there. There. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, and it's usually a very mild thing. It's just, it just I call it like a, like a deep scratch. Yeah. Most people, when they go outside and do yard work, will get a bigger gash on their skin yeah. than, what, than what we do. And so, obviously, we do everything in kind of a sterile way. And then, and then the, the other thing is, at least with our practice, and we're focusing on innovation, I've actually employed a technology that uses artificial intelligence to look at moles under under a microscope or under a, really? a magnifying glass. Is so, that right? Wow. Yeah, because sometimes you see, like, if, if you see something, you're like, okay, this is bad, okay. then you're going to take it off. But right. and if you see something, see, see something that's fine, you're like, okay, that, that can that can stay there. But a lot of this stuff is in the gray area, right. and a lot of times, you know, historically, you just always biopsy in the gray the gray area. Yeah, sure. But I don't like doing that. I, I don't like scarring my patients. I don't like uh, exposing them to the expense, unnecessary expenses. Uh-huh. You know, as we talked about earlier, sure. because I was definitely in a position in my life where if I got an unexpected bill for you know a couple hundred bucks, yeah. it, it would you know it would it, 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 it would be a big deal. And so, so we've employed a couple of different uh, methodologies. One is using artificial intelligence, and another one, and that's a company called Dermengine, and another one is called Derm Tech, and we actually use little pieces of tape, like Scotch tape. You can put it on a person's skin, and then put that on a, you know, take it off, and put the the tape on a card, and send it to a lab, and they can actually look for genetic material that is suggestive wow. of a melanoma. So that can guide us and say, hey. This is borderline, but the genetics came back safe. So let's just watch this. We have photographs of it. We can watch it. Or you're like, you know what? There's one of these two genes are positive. Sure. We probably should take a sample of be, it. Yeah, better safe than sorry. Yeah. Just go ahead and take it. And, and that's at least fun, it's gone. That's right. And that's the fun thing about practicing in 2022 is we get to do right. stuff that just didn't exist a couple of years ago. And I, and I guess in, in some cases, in these moles that uh, look suspicious and you go in there, and then once you get in there and you make mm-hmm. the incision, you see that it's worse than what you saw from the outside. Yeah. And then you have to go a little bit more invasive into that, which is okay. I'd rather get right. it all than yep. have to go back in again. Yep, yeah, and, and that's fair. That's fairly atypical. It does occasionally happen, but you're exactly right. Whenever you do a procedure, and I think that's one of the, the benefits of seeing a dermatologist is our just knowledge of skin cancer and you know what the, what, what the disease state is that we're going to really emphasize making sure that it's gone. Absolutely. So if, if, if somebody comes out and says, well, that's, that's cancerous, whatever mm-hmm. kind of cancer it is, sure. uh, what should one do about that? Well, I mean, I, I think that you need to prioritize that you've seen a, a board-certified dermatologist or somebody who's you know associated with a board-certified mm-hmm. uh, dermatologist uh, is the first thing and to seek that care. And by seeing somebody like me or some of the other der- great dermatologists that are in this community, we'll be able to be the quarterback that says, hey, maybe you need to go to Vanderbilt for you know this 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 you know type of care or mm-hmm. or to some regional or, or one of, one of the other you know local hospitals if we need to increase the 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 intensity of care or yeah. we might be like you know what we can take care of this right here yeah 
Absolutely. I mean, you, you've got the technology is what it sounds like. I mean, yeah, you're uh, state-of-the-art stuff here. So Yeah, yeah and actually one of the things we're excited about is we just uh, acquired a special type of x-ray uh, that we use in our in our office that can treat skin cancers non-surgically, like basal cell carcinomas and squamous mm-hmm. cell carcinomas, mm-hmm. just so we have that added uh, modality for patients because we want to be right at the state-of-the-art. Here's a question for you as we close. Yeah. What's giving you hope right now? You know, Other I think, than the wife. <laughs> and the, the wives and the kids and dogs. No, I think everything's opening up. Yeah. You know, I mean, this has been a really hard two years. And I, I see it in my patients. And I see the 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 natural desire to connect with people. And that's what, that, and that's what's giving me hope right, with this. Right. And, and, and then people willing to, to, to reconnect. Sure. Yeah. We're talking with Dr. James Allred. And... He's got a new dermatology business right here in Sumner County, Well Skin Dermatology and Aesthetics. And where's it located again? It is located at 1630 Nashville Pike in okay. Gallatin. What's it next to? It's next to Double Dogs. Oh, yeah. Right oh, across from Fairview. Yeah. And, and actually, we're having an open house on May 2nd from okay. 5 to 7.30. Right. Country music star Jake Hood is coming to, to play some music for us. Nice. And so, all right. Uh, one and all are welcome to join and see uh, see what we have. And Great. And uh, we'd love to meet people. Well, I appreciate that. So, hey, that's going to wrap it up. we got uh, a lot to consume here, but... Uh, Go get yourself checked, folks. I mean, it's getting warm. Everybody's going out. We got to do it. You got to protect yourself. So this is Jeff Shannon. We appreciate you visiting with us here on this uh, Sunday morning. Don't forget to catch on on the podcast page at whinradio.com. And uh, you can listen to this over. And if you miss something, you can play it back and listen to it. So we appreciate it. We'll see you next week with more of Sumner County Spotlight. Sumner County Spotlight on 100.7 WHIN 1010 AM has been brought to you exclusively by F&M Bank, 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. Whether you need personal banking, banking for your business, a home mortgage, or considering refinancing your home, F&M Bank will provide you with excellent service right here in Sumner County. Visit them today at myfmbank.com. Sumner County Spotlight will return next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Thanks for listening.